What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, healthy life, you know? It's fantastic. Guess what? I, I got some good news this morning. New York, right? New York is going to reopen their indoor dining. Isn't that great news? Um, I mean, uh, knowing how New Yorkers are, I would say, what's the catch? Okay. Well, your favorite governor, and, and quite frankly, I mean, we've, we've heard it before. We've said it before, you know, what, possibly one of the best governors in the whole country. OK, I mean, just yes. it, it's yes. possible. It mm-hmm. is possible that Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York could possibly be one of the best governors in the entire country. And that's not being biased. Yeah. Right. We're not being biased. No, here. no, no. Well, it's top three, at least. Yeah, top top three. three. OK, yeah. Top three. Top three. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Yeah. Okay, there's some other. Yeah, you're right because there's some other good ones in there. There's um, there's Gretchen Whitmer in uh, uh in, in mm-hmm. Michigan there, and then who can forget Gavin Newsom out in California, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, three all stars, man. Three all stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but we're talking about Cuomo. Cuomo, right? He says he's gonna he's gonna allow indoor dining, but there is a catch, right? You ready for the catch? He says that there is a four thousand person. NYPD social distancing task force needed. It's needed before he'll allow any dining in New York City. So you need 4,000 NYPD officers to enforce social distancing. So you're going to have minders now while you're eating your steak. That's what it is. Well, hell, if you can even get a steak in New York anymore. I don't know if you can. So I I don't. uh, Okay. Uh, Tell me how many officers do they currently have? Uh, I think it's, uh, I want to say it's like 30, is it 30,000? I want to say it's like 30,000, but of course they're cutting uh, a billion. Yeah. They're cutting a billion dollars. So they're going to lose. Yeah. officers. So let, let's say, okay, let, let, let's say it's, it's 30,000, right? Right at 30,000. That's so you're wanting more, more than 10% of the police force to be dedicated solely on this. Like, what are you going to do? Like, they're going to go around and make sure you're social distancing. And if not, you're going to write a citation and you can't or you're going to write a business citation. Yeah. And you can't get an You can't you can't open if you can't get an officer. T- tell me this is not becoming East Germany. Checkpoints, fines, papers. Now you got to have a city sanctioned law enforcement officer over your shoulder while you're eating, because if you break social distance while you're going to get fined, you're going to get thrown out. You're not wearing a mask. I mean, what what is this? What is this? His quote, he says, our rules and guidance on reopening is only as good as the compliance and the enforcement. How about you just open? How about that? If we open restaurants, that's going to complicate by the hundreds, if not the thousands, the number of establishments that have to be monitored. You see, if you open your business, you have to be monitored. See, you're suspect, right? That, that's how this works, is you're not allowed to open your business. You're not allowed to have some dignity. You're not allowed to provide for your family and your community. You're not allowed to do that. Not under this new system. No, no. See, you have to be made to obey and comply with the power monopoly of the state. That's what this is. That's what this is. Restaurants can open for outdoor dining now, I believe, but can only serve alcohol to seated patrons who have also ordered a meal. <laughs> that was one of his executive orders back in July. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. You couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had, it was the good bars and the bad bars. You remember that? You remember we talked about it? Yeah. 
And, uh-huh. and those those that don't follow the the orders of the the good bars, the bad bars, they're going to make it worse for everyone else. I think I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing, but that's that's the gist of what he said. They already have a two billion dollar lawsuit on their hands, don't they? Class action lawsuit. Yeah, pretty sure gyms. a bunch of businesses got together. Yeah, yeah, and the and the gyms filed a class action lawsuit against him. Yeah. Uh, he says we're going to contact the speaker today. And so, is he, speakers and okay, right. um, uh, it's their local like oh, okay. local yeah, rep speaker. Oh I yes, think. yes, yeah. Speaker, yeah, New York City. Okay, uh, he says it's time to allow indoor dining in the New York or in New York City with reduced capacity and clear guidance to ensure social distancing and safety. Summer is winding down, and they need to begin planning for the colder months. See what did I tell you? They're saving that agenda for cold weather. They're saving that agenda. Yeah. And you already hear the talking points coming out in mainstream media, don't you? Uh, well, what's what's going to happen when this combines with the flu? Uh, nothing. People are going to get the flu. How about that? See, they're, you know what they're trying to do with this? They're trying to, out in the open, they're trying to outlaw anyone getting sick. That's what they're trying to do. And so if you do, then everything has to shut down. See, that, that's what's so ingenious about all this uh, from their standpoint. He says, we're going to contact the speaker today and say, if New York City can say this many police, NYPD, can put on a task force to monitor the compliance. That is something we can discuss. 4,000 officers. 4,000 officers. Unbelievable. Uh, honestly, it kind of makes sense with their unions and everything. Uh, if if 36,000 36, officers are there, kind of makes sense that they're like, okay, we have to do something because of the unions. We can't actually fire all these uh, police officers, right? We can't actually yeah, kick but- them off. I understand, so we'll but. make a nonsensical department to say, well, yeah, we, we, we still need that billion dollar funding, but it's going towards uh, COVID protections. Right. So I understand we're that, not but actually going to defund it. I understand. But I mean, can, can, can we not see like I'm, I'm looking at this from the common sense standpoint. I'm saying all this is based on fraud. You know, it's like like none of this should even be happening. So let, let alone. How, figuring out how you're going to finagle some money out of it. It shouldn't be there to begin with. Like, I, I guess that's my bigger point to it. It's like this doesn't even like this doesn't even resonate with me because everything up to this point, I, I'm talking about the, the CDC cases, right? The 8000, mm-hmm. the 9000, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I'm talking about that. Like the, none of this even works because everything has been debunked pretty much. So it's like I, I'm just I don't know. I, I'm looking at it like the average person. I'm expecting all these people to just say, yeah, all right. Yeah, we screwed up. And walk away, but it's not that simple. It's not that simple. They're not going to. And nah, they're not going to do that. No, they're not going to. They're they're going to exacerbate this for as much as they can. And yeah, it's oh, come on, social distancing cops. I would expect nothing less out of that that bum that runs the city up there. I would expect nothing less. And you know something? Who's going to be left in New York City? You've lost over half a million residents already. Rents down thirty percent. Got up to twenty thousand or more vacancies that we know of. So who's going to go? The, I just saw the numbers this morning. Uh, the shootings, right? This, the number of shootings double in NYC in August. It was more than double of the same time last year. The number of murders in New York City in August 2020 was 53. Murders in New York City was 53 in August. Last year, same time, they had 36. So who's going to be left over? Who's going to stay in the city? Who's going to go out and get dinner? And more than that, what are you going to do to people that don't follow those rules? People have to be able to run a, run a business and make a damn living. You're going to sit there with a, a with a uh, I don't want to say a I don't want to say a minder in your a government minder in your business there, but that's what it is. I mean, for God's sake, you know, I don't if know. New Yorkers are the same or similar to what they were, I don't know, like we'll say 80 years ago, right? If they're similar to that or even 100 years ago, um, they wouldn't have. Allowed you know to what shut happened last time? Well, 
No, I mean, the way it was presented to us, I think most Americans were on board and like, yeah, okay, we can shut down for a time. I mean, I, I feel like most Americans in the beginning were kind of like, yeah, we, we want to do what's right and, and try to help people, right? In the beginning, flattening the curve, the two-week thing, everybody was on board with that, more or less. Um, but then they just kept dragging it out. But do you remember what happened last time you have an overreaching government saying you're, we're going to prohibit or, or restrict your um, access to something? Uh, yeah, they tried that with alcohol. And mm-hmm. uh, what happened? It, it gave rise to the mafia and other, you know, black market alcohol, if you will. Oh, yeah. But see, now, I mean, back during that time, I see 100 years ago, right, during Prohibition, which was, yeah, it's about 100 years ago. 100 years mm-hmm. ago during Prohibition, I mean, it gave rise to the mafia. Those are back in the days when we would lock up the mafia. Now we vote for them. Yeah. So here's my thing. I'm, I'm wondering, is someone going to, is this going to give rise to someone else? Uh, or, or another group that's going to be just like that, and they're going to band together and create something like you're, you're going to you're going to they're going to extort the populace like the mafia protection money, but it's not going to be to keep criminals out or to keep you from getting attacked by them. It's to keep the law enforcement out to keep the COVID. You know what I'm saying? Be, I wonder if yeah, it'd be like people warlords. Are do something it, like it'd that. It'd be like warlords, yeah. like cartels. Yeah, yeah, cartels forming, and that's I mean, you go down in parts of like Central and South America, Mexico, right? Look what's going on with the cartels down there, right? The cartels run and own everything. Everything. So the police, I mean, hell, the police are scared of the cartels. So, I, I, yeah, I, I, it's just it's, it's just crazy. Anyway. All right. Uh, Dr. Fauci, right? Doctor. Well, actually, no, no, we're staying with Cuomo, right? Cuomo. Cuomo has said now Trump, right? Trump's a New York guy. Yeah, that's where he comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Governor Cuomo has said that Trump better have an army to protect him if he comes to New York City. Say, he's saying that about a U.S. president. He better have an army to protect him if he goes to New York City. I do. I do. Uh, let me let me play it. Uh, he can't come back to New York. He can't. He's going to walk down the street in New York. Forget bodyguards. He better have an army if he thinks he's going to walk down the street in New York. From the point of view of New York City, this has been the worst president in history. Look, the best thing he did for New York City was leave. Good riddance. Let him go to Florida. Be careful not to get COVID. All right, Bruce, your, your thoughts on, uh, on his comments there. What, what do you got? I, because I, I know how much you admire uh, Governor Cuomo and and his his opinion on things. And this, I mean, you know what this is? This is one New York Street guy talking to another New York Street guy in the matter of uh, the banter that New Yorkers have. Right? It's turf talk. Mm-hmm. That's what yep. it is. So, to the average American, that is viewed as a threat. To the average American, I would not take very much of a stretch to say, um, uh, Cuomo, you uh, you sound like you're. You're calling for violence against the president here. It sounds like you're calling on people to attack the president if he were to ever show up in New York again. Um, I don't think it's much of a stretch to, to think that. Do you? No, I don't. And it, it fits into the uh, the montage that we played a couple of days ago, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I, I've already said it before. Their, their family kind of had mafia involvement in the past. It kind of seems like that, you know, they're, they're kind of fitting into the similar trends nowadays that they, they have mafia trends mm-hmm. or ties. Mm-hmm. So. And it says here, it, like he goes on to say, I mean, that they only just played a couple of seconds there. We had the audio of a couple of seconds, a couple of phone calls he made. But he says um, he <laughs> he says uh, on substance, Cuomo said he doubted the legality of Trump's page or five page memo ordering a review of federal funds that can be redirected from New York City, Portland, Seattle. Now, see, Trump's talking about that. That's where this is coming from. Trump's talking about pulling federal funding from these cities, which rightfully so. We, we shouldn't be giving them money anyway. There shouldn't be any federal money flowing into these cities. None. Zero. So it, that should have been pulled anyway. 
And that's what this is directed at, is that he's pulling money. But Cuomo said that it's this is his quote. He says, it is more of the same from him. It's political. It is gratuitous and it's illegal. But it is another attempt to kill New York City. Um, Trump's trying to kill New York City. Trump comes from New York. Why would he want to kill it? If anything, it's the policies that are being put forth by that administration, not Trump's. I'm talking about Cuomo's, the state administration, the state legislature, the city mayor. This is what's killing the city. The policy up there is what's killing the city. A 4,000 person social distancing task force on something that's less than the flu. Checkpoints to get into the city. You can't open your business. How's Trump doing that? that? That's that's not that's not Trump. Trump said open it all up. How is that an attempt to him or for him to kill the city? And he says that uh, President Ford said drop dead. President Trump has been actively trying to kill New York City since he's been elected. Uh, sir, I think that's what you've been doing. I, I love do you, do you see the, the flip of this agenda? You see the, the way that they're turning all this around? I mean, you got to be able to see it. You have to be able to see it. You can't open your business. You can't do business. I mean, you can't have any kind of commerce. If you're a small business person, you can't have any kind of commerce because largely you can't even open. And and what was it that he said about the businesses that did open, the restaurants that did open? Then they were depicting what you could and couldn't have on your menu. Now, OK, I, I get it. They were trying to sidestep it and say, all right, well, you know, we're offering bags of peanuts and potato chips uh, or Cuomo chips or whatever it was. OK, yeah, all right. I, I get it. But to say uh, that restaurants can't have pot stickers, you, you can't have uh, egg rolls. What, what is that? You can't have wonton soup from a Chinese restaurant. Why? Why not? I've been to Chinatown. Great food. What's the problem? Seems also anyway. racist. Just, it, just doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's just it's crazy. Yeah. And then what happens? Mayor de Blasio goes down to Chinatown, right? Photo op more than anything else. He goes down to Chinatown. What does a grocery store owner say to him? Right. We had we well, we couldn't play the audio, but we we had it and the videos out there. Just look up Mayor de Blasio goes to Chinatown, talks to a uh, grocery store owner. And what does the grocery store owner say in Chinatown? Hey, look, we're hurting here. We, we need something. You you need to lift all this. And what does he say? Oh, it's just a difference of opinion. And he walks away from him. He turns his back on the guy. Yep. Who's trying to kill New York City here? It's not Trump. It's not him. He has real estate there. He does. He does. That's where his, I mean, that's where he lives. Yeah. Anyway, it says here, it, you know, Cuomo goes on. He says that uh, I think it's because he's from New York City and New York City rejected him always. Uh, no, no. He, he actually did things to build in that city. See, that, that's the difference. See, this is why they don't like Trump. Trump actually builds. Trump is a builder. He's a business guy, right? That's that's why people like him, because he's not a politician. He's a business guy. He builds things. He puts his name on things that he builds. Name me a politician that has a building with their name on it. Name me one. Don't think there is any, unless you count like presidential libraries or something or, or a, a hall at a college somewhere. But to this point, or a highway system somewhere, like Robert C. Byrd has a, an entire state dedicated to a highway system for him, believe it, and we know where he stood. But uh, this idea that, that Trump is trying to uh, uh, kill New York City, and New York City's always rejected him, that's not true at all. That's not true at all. And it's, quite frankly, it's uh, it's shameful for him to say, but it's, like I said, it's the New York turf war thing. New York turf, turf war thing. That's what it is. Yeah, as, as you can see, um, I have a great fondness of uh, Cuomo and and de Blasio and, you know, all our, our wonderful governors around the around the country. Great people. Uh, is there going to be any kind of investigation on Cuomo? Uh, well, are they going to investigate him for threatening the president or for calling for violence against the president? Uh, are they going to do anything on that? I don't you know. Usually so. the Secret Service would would investigate the average person if they said something like that. But uh, he said this on a, on a public stage, which fits the narrative of what we were talking about with all these other politicians that were calling for violence. So, hmm. 
That's true. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, honestly, I think it's I think that it's a good time because Trump's pulling federal funding. There's a redirection. There's a mass exodus from the city. There's a microscope on Cuomo anyway because of the nursing home incident. So honestly, it, it's a good redirection, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, it's a redirection. I don't know that it would be a good one. But it's no. not a good one, but I mean, that's but from his standpoint, I, I was looking at it from his standpoint. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, we're going to have to jump out of here a little bit early today because we are uh, uh, we're, we're pressed for another project this afternoon. So uh, we are going to have to go. But today we're doing uh, another digital dark age. We're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about bubble cities and conspiracy theories. Looking forward to it. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.